Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Cool. Hello, Apps here from Dimp Digital. Welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is Dimp Digital's flagship video game podcast, where we take you through the ups and downs of the wonderful world of video games. We're here on your favourite podcast app and YouTube, absolutely free. However, if you want to support this independent grassroots endeavour, head over to patreon.com forward slash dimpdigital or twitch.tv slash dimpdigital and join the community hashtag and in pocket this week it's the return of the disgraced and dishonest <laughs> dim digital gaming quiz charlatan it is Lashit himself tom atkins not Adcock. nearly man cut from the cloth gone on holiday how is he he's gone away fucked off on holiday Oh, dear. Had a, had a good little streak going, and then he said, oh, I'm going to go and put feet up. I said, well, I don't know if I'll be back in time. Then, as, as it turned out, could have been. But could have been. No, I'll give him a week off. Give him, him. give him a week off and get you back installed. Enjoying yep. your break. Adkins enjoying doing the offline game chats, I think. Sort of yeah. lighter workload. He gets it to, is. Saw him playing The Last of Us Part 1 last I know. night. I've, I've been getting really into it. I've actually been playing it quite recently. Like, Quite every night, and it's, it's yeah, it's. I don't know why I find, I'm finding it more emotional now. <laughs> since, after playing two, this is the first time going back since two. Mm, yeah. So like, even though I know exactly what's going to happen, there's still that new weight behind it. It's and, interesting. Mm, it's got this, and I'm after that platinum as well. I've never, I've never gained the Last of Us platinum. No, they had those online requirements, didn't they? Exactly. Which... So this is attainable. So I'm going to get that bastard. It's quite. I've been trying to. I'm going doing a run through, trying to get all the shit. Like you've got loads, isn't there? There's collectibles. Yep. Uh, optional vo- voice conversations, shiv doors, safes, and I can't. F- and oh, and then fucking Firefly. Pendants, yeah, pendant. dog tags, and I've missed so much. Like it tells you now, and if you go through the chapters, it tells you what you've missed. And I'm literally searching every crevice. Missing loads. Missing. I've missed loads. I'm like, how the fuck? There's like some stuck in trees. I'm like, fucking hell, I'm supposed to know where that is. Are they but, so? Do you think they've moved any of them? Or I did wonder that. There's, I think there is some. They've. There's definitely new notes that weren't in there before. Right. So potentially there's moved things, but there is because there's a guide. Luckily, I'm going to have to go back through it. But there is a part one guide. Like they've mm. not just rehashed the old one. There's, so I'll be interested to go through both and see. But I wonder whether you'd make. Some... I thought you might make use of that PlayStation Five help function. Yeah, well like... I did click on that and it came up with a video that showed it, but it was just like a collage of all of it. I was like, oh no, right. I need this actual section. Right. It weren't like, picking oh. up this yeah, sloppy. Yeah, it weren't working too good but yes, I have been doing a little bit of offlining actually. Yeah. Well, <laughs> got to do what you got to do. Glad yeah. you're... Is the... Because Adcock played through it and then mm. he's jumped into Last of Us Part 2, got sucked into replaying yeah. that. Is that yeah. what's going to happen with you? Is that the plan or is that not That's, the plan? It might happen. There's a plan. There's been there's lots of spanners in the works, though. 
But yeah. that is my intention, yeah, is to go through getting that. Getting busy, in it? It is getting busy. I've got Gotham Nights at the end of... I'm away next week, but I come back on Friday. Yeah. And that's out Friday, I think, 21st. Yep, 21st. So I was, like, was going to bin it because I'm sceptical, but then I saw the launch train. I was like, oh, actually, now I'll keep it. Well, look, let's transition into one of the items that I've got here. It's actually towards right. the back end, but Gotham Knights launch trailer has come out, both a gameplay oh. and a cinematic version oh. of said oh. gameplay. I've actually sat down and watched both of them. I weren't going to bother, and I thought, well, I may as well. But the um, greater good. Yeah, and this was one of your one of your pre-orders. Pre-order indeed. And it sounds like the trailer may well have just secured that as a... It has, and a... this is... I swore to myself I'd never do this again. <laughs> After... I think it was a prototype. Do you remember that game on the 360? Oh, it was God. That tra- the trailer for that was phenomenal. Poor man's like infamous. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't have a PS3... And then no, I saw a prototype, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that'll be the better version." And I was yeah. so—I remember being so angry that it wasn't—it wasn't. Infamous just looked the bollocks, and prototype just looked shit. And I was like, oh, I didn't even I bother getting it in the end. Suckered in by like the, I really like the artwork on the front cover. Yeah. And then yeah, there was like this CGI trailer which made it look fucking amazing. And then I was like, oh, "I'm gonna get that," and got it, and it was obviously shite. And I was like, "Oh fuck's sake!" And then I swore to myself. But yeah, to be fair. I've, I probably would have never cancelled this. this. I'm still quite hyped for this. Mm. But just, like, there's been a lot of downbeat previews. And I was like, oh, come on, everybody. Um, but to be fair, like, what they've said about it is that it's, it's sort of... That it's just the same old, which I was kind of expecting anyway. Yeah. Like, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, saying, like, repetitive enemies and, yeah, more of the same doesn't make any new leaps, which I would like, but... I'm quite up for a bit of old school Arkham bashing. Um, so, yeah, so no, I watched this trailer. Yeah, I saw this trailer. I was like, no, nah, I'm definitely going to keep it because I, I do think it's quite a very a good trailer. So the CGI one, um, where it's sort of from the perspective of Alfred, was it? Yeah, he was chat. He was, I don't know if he's looking in a mirror or a picture or something, wasn't he? But mm. he was kind of describing the state of. Gotham and yeah. I didn't know it was Alfred at first until he kind of mentioned Bruce and I was like, oh right, it's mm. it's the it's the G's it's of society. The butler. And he turns around. It's the butler. He's still knocking. Around. He's like slagging them all off, isn't he? He's like, yeah. Looks at Robin. He's like, shithead. Dick it, no. <laughs> no isn't like, he talking about sidekicks? And he's like, yeah, give, side, giving giving the, the dictionary. Yeah, that's it. Inadequate. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. these Call of Duty offers being made from field to gym. Inadequate. He calls them. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. sort of doing a dictionary definition of sidekick, I guess. And then it's like a turn around and be like, look, you can be better. One That's of you, it, one of yeah. you four, maybe, maybe, well, maybe two. Who knows? Mm. Interesting. How that other one's got a gun? Gonna have blank bullets. Who is it again? Because I get it wrong, and the people uh, tell red me off. Hood. Yeah, I was gonna say dead shot. So they're um, basically well, apart from um, what's her name, Batgirl. They're all like old Robins. Mm. So there's oh, like, so there's okay. Three, there's three Robins. Dick, Dick Grayson. So he's the OG. Hold on. What's he? So he's the OG. So then he becomes Nightwing. Nightwing? Mm. Oh, cool. I can't remember the other two. Cool. Dick Grayson. Tim. No, is there Tim? Tim Gettys. Tim Gettys. It's Robbo. He's in there. I'm going to have to fucking Google this now. There's a Tim. Tim Drake. That Tim Drake. Cool. Nathan. Tim Drake. Nathan. <laughs> he becomes red. Or is, no, he's the real. He's the Robin. He's the Robin. So Tim's. Gettys is the Robin. And then who's. Getty's who's. Green. And then Red Hood. 
Reddard is Bruce Wayne. Oh yeah, it might be Jason Todd. That's it. Jason Todd. I so was he was he so was a Robin as well. Progressed into that. Into they they sort of stuck. Yeah, the circuit. Yeah, so yeah, he was definitely. Wow. He succeeded Dick Grayson as Robin. Here we go. I'm reading off the wiki. Right. And he was his psychic, and then they all go off. So they all go right. We'll do the psychic, and then they they get fully qualified. Yeah, and they all go off. Whereas Barbara, um, Batwoman is Commissioner Gordon's daughter. Barbara Gordon, that's it. And she she goes on to be back. That's them four. I don't really know. I I suppose I'm probably going to go for Nightwing because he seems the coolest out of them. Yeah, hasn't, hasn't Robin or Tim got a big scar down his face, or is that Nightwing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, I quite like the look of that now, because initially I was like Red Hood, sort of range scum, like mm. stay away well, from you people. you like that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. But seeing that scar, I was like, cool. I don't know why I'm cool. talking, I'm going to get it. I'm almost <laughs> certainly not at this rate. It's just too close to God of War. Yeah, that is the trust. I'm feeling, feeling like it's going to be short. How much Possibly. of them are Arkham games? They were like 15, 20. Yeah, because it's four characters, I wonder if they'll try and encourage a level of replayability so that it's not mm. an absolute 40-hour bloater for each. Like, it's a nice 15-hour, and you could you could feasibly sit down and do that. But mm. So that's that's locked in, then, based on the trailers that's that That's locked saw. in, yeah. So the trailers I've seen, the gameplay one, again, it, they, I think it looks really... like the, Graphically, it looks really good, I think. Um, there's not been too many people... Having a go at that, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they're going to soup it up for the trailer, so it's probably running on PC or whatever. But I'll be interested to see. Well, last fair, Batman game I'm... that came to PC you played was an absolute pig, oh, wasn't it? That was an absolute howler, yeah, Arkham Knight. I think I've played a Batman game at 60 FPS. Yeah. No, they've done that weird remaster. I think it ran at like oh, 45 if yeah, they, they did. Was that Return to Arkham? I think yeah, that, it did. They? they messed around with all the lighting and stuff, and it's just a, not as bad as the GTA trilogy, but still an absolute no. howler. Yeah, this is um this is on current gen only and PC, obviously. Oh. So no mm. PS4, Xbox Ooh. One slop needing That's to be tested handy. and run through the the resource mm. that that they've got. And here. this is Montreal, isn't it? Yeah, ones, that's it. Yeah. So the ones that did Arkham Origins. Origins. I did like that, but I do accept it was a lesser game. <laughs> mm. Well, to be honest, one of the concerns I had with Gotham Knights was that it seemed like it was going to be too close to Suicide Squad. And we didn't know. They were both being shown. We was like, right, are they going to come out like, six, like three months apart? But that's not happening because Suicide Squad's mm. been binned into 2023. So it feels like at least oh, this yeah. is going to get its own chance that yeah, year, yeah, rather yeah. than being trodden on. By by Suicide Squad because that's the rock steady one. That's that's mm. the one that probably people may be looking forward to more because of that yeah. that pedigree. But mm. who knows? They might might shock us here. Hopefully, they turn in something good or something something decent at least. Where yeah. are you heart or head? Because obviously you're looking at playing this. So I'm assuming you want it to to do well in the reviews. Yeah, that, I'd that like would, to do. That would give Logan, your arch rival in oh, the fantasy yeah, gaming would. league, some much needed points. Yeah, I mean, I'd be happy. I mean, low. I'd be happy if it gets over eighty. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'd accept that it. It'll get I mean, that'd be very good for this. I'll yeah, be like, oh, I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the sort of yeah, the, the reviews I've seen or the previews. Sorry, yeah. There's people are saying they're enjoying it. I think they're just saying that it's just more of the same and very yeah. bland. So it's I, like, s- oh, I said this know. last week that people just don't. 
they've already made their minds up. It felt like yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'd be quite interested to see if they shot. But it's a bit like I'm a huge Batman fan, and I really like the story. Like the the story that it's based on this Court of Owls. That's that's something I want to dig into. Um, And yeah, I just love that sort. I do miss that sort of combat. Like it's slightly different to the old Arkham's. You had that fucking what was it like? Fucking, we made them. It's like the old Assassin's Creed thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm down for it. And yeah, it's annoying that I've sort of left Last of Us like that fucking Biff and Logan uh, and Adcock, sorry, have all done and dusted with it onto the next game. Yes. So I've left it late and I'm just clearing up. I'm almost finished with Last of Us part one. And I did intend to go to part two. I just, I don't think my emotions can take it. If I'm struggling now with the part <laughs> one, I've got to get to part two again. Yeah. But I've got to do another run with um, and get all those collectibles. So, yeah, I've only played it once. How many, how many times have you played through Last of Us Part so 2? Once when it came out, mm-hmm. Love Film got that from Rental. Did you? The OG Game Pass for me, that was. <laughs> Eight ninety nine a month, four discs. Thank you. <laughs> Day ones were a bit of a risk, though, but that one came, you know, as soon as. Then the remaster. I replayed it, so that was number two, and then I did a stream of it. Probably, I don't know. I'm losing track of time now. Probably in 2018 or something. Um, so only three times from start yeah. to finish. I've never started it and not finished it. So three times yeah, through yeah. a potential fourth on the cards, and then only ever gone through the Last of Us Part Two once with no trophy yeah. cleanup. So nah, same here. That's the idea. Yeah, for that that's. One. It was quite it was quite lengthy as well, wasn't it? Mm. But so yeah, that was a spanner, so uh, that's the idea. But also there's been a random spanner thrown in the world. I don't know what I I started watching these random videos on YouTube and there's a bloke walking through Japan. Like it's yeah. just like they this bloke that walks through and I was watching this video and I was of this bloke walking through like Tokyo and I was like, Do you know what I really feel like playing? Yakuza. Oh, so, so yes. I fucking like, I installed um, Yakuza Zero. And yes, sort of jump, jump back in and started playing that for a little bit, and then I was like, right, well, I've done Zero and Kiwami. I started six ages ago. Right, I went, was it, do you remember? I went zero one six, and then like months later, they released two, three, four, and five. That's I was it, like, oh, remastered. Did a Kiwami so now, of two and then a remaster Kiwami. of three. I think three, so, to three, four, and five are going to be hard to play because yeah, they are just remasters. Whereas remasters least, of a PS3 game. That's it. Zero <laughs> was a PS4 and, and Xbox One. One and yep. Kiwami were, were that as well. And then six was that. Six, and then yeah, we've yeah. got like a Dragon. And then we've got Dragon, and, yeah. So yeah. I want to play that as well. That's, that's quite keen to play that. But the other annoying thing is I've started them all on PlayStation and now they're all free on Game yeah. Pass. I'm like, ah, oh, what do I do? Well, they're here? on they're on that PlayStation premium well, some of them plus are. thingy. Some of them are. But... Kiwami Zero and Kiwami and Kiwami Two are. Yeah, three, four, and five aren't. But they are currently they are on coming. sale. So well, they're meant to be coming. In, oh, they're coming as well. I think they? so. Yeah, I, oh, I, I have so to that's check them. Just get that then. It was some weird, like staggered release they were looking at doing. But yeah, I've been toying with doing Kiwami because I've not done it. Um, I've done, done, I think done zero. Uh, I, was, I was sort of playing zero and trying to remember the story. I started doing some of the missions again, and yeah. I was trying. I was like, "Oh, it's about that little plot of land, isn't it?" I was like, "Oh yeah, that mm. was the story. I forgot about that." But con- 
Kwame one feels like a more sort of contained, neat sh- story. Bit shorter. Yeah. Have you done? So have you finished yeah, zero? Or you just started it? Yeah, I finished it. I finished it. Uh, in twenty eighteen, I think I played it. Looking at my trophies, yeah, went through that. I didn't do much of the side stuff. Like, you remember we had all those side sub stories? Yeah, there was like a, they had like loads of like real estate stuff as well, wouldn't they? I didn't yeah. do too much of that, so that's why I thought I'd jump back in. Christ. And those games are just so full of fucking mini games. I was singing, dancing, <laughs> took out some up. girl, getting pissed up, getting talking to some girl. Played a bit of pole, bit of darts. Do you watch the just, videos, the girl videos of the dancers? That's it. The girl videos. Can't they call us a certain yeah. name yeah, for it? That's There's it. like a box of tissues next to the. T- <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at it and goes, "Yeah, <laughs> exactly that." So I just jumped back into that world and was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about Peter this." Pitter patter about in there. So, yes, yeah, so I've put a pad there, but no, Gotham Knights is obviously on its way, so that's another thing. And then I'm going on holiday on Monday to Friday, Butlins, yep. um, with the kids. So I thought, well, I can't go there with no no <laughs> technology, so I'm going to take the trusty Switch. Christ. So I've got a Switch. I don't know what to play yet. I actually jumped back in after that trailer, the Mario movie trailer. I actually jumped back into Odyssey. And I think I, got, oh. I was like, I was so low on moons. Albert's obviously played the shit. He's played like 150 hours of it. Spanked all the and moons. He got, he, got, he got something like 600 moons. Crazy. And then when I went looked on mine, I've got. I had about 300. Yeah. Just just about. I was like, fucking hell. So I spent a couple of hours on that. So there's potential. It's it's a it's a free throw over here now, Sadkins. There's there's games being started and played. Bits of. <laughs> Honestly, you'd have a you'd have a nightmare. You would because nothing yeah. nothing's getting completed, no. and it's just getting it's like demos. It's up like the old demo disc. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do, but yeah, yeah. Gotham Knights October the twenty first for those interested. Be interested cool. to see how that all pans. Is there out. any review embargo knocking about? Not as yeah. we record this. I think it'll be early or mid next week. So should should know by then whether it's a and, and Logan's got that in the FGL. He's he? got it in the FGL. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I'd, I'd be next happy week. with plus eighty. Mm. <sighs> Maybe I could see it being high seventies, seventy-eight. That would but be. I'll, I think they've where done thinking? all right if they get that. I, mean, I yeah. think it's like low seventies. Low seventies. Just 72. got a feeling it's just getting a really cold yeah, reception. It has got a very cold reception. Don't know, I don't trust yeah. these critics not to just no, play the game mean. as it is and not go. Oh, I don't want this. Yeah. Well, quit your job. Find, <laughs> pack your bags and find something else to do, you bastard. But yeah. We'll see. I'll update everyone we'll when see. the scores are rolling in for that. Um, PlayStation Stars, Ooh, which is the PlayStation loyalty program, has launched in our territory. Oh, it's ours. I thought it was. It, did they do like the Asians? So it went to, to the, Asia. <laughs> he's done a racism. <laughs> um, they did a. Um, yeah, it went to Asia first, then I think it went to the United States, and then Europe, right. Australia, and New Zealand. We kind of was in the next tranche of it. So I've actually had a chance to mess around with it a little bit. Oh. Um, I thought I'd report back on, on it. So for those that don't know, this is like their loyalty program, as they're calling it. Um, what's important to know? The first thing to know, I don't know why people thought it would be any different, but this is a there's no backdating. Oh, all right. So, so it, from, day it, from, from the day, you, so 
sign up sooner rather than later if you start mm. start want to get start getting trophies that are put towards certain campaigns. But it's a the day you sign up is the day you start. So no backdating right. of purchases, oh. no backdating of trophies, all that hard work flush. So <laughs> a, a new date will be required. Um, it's for PS Plus members only, but you can be on Essential, Extra, or Premium. You don't have to be on the higher ones for that. And you essentially earn points for doing specific things. And actually, the only way you earn points, I've noticed, is to buy games on the PlayStation Store. Um, you can earn collectibles by getting trophies uh, of rare or, or higher, where they've sort of termed it. But okay. the, main, the main crux of it is that you'll get these little points, they're called, and they can be then re- used to redeem against um, collectibles, like those little digital oh, model right. things. Everyone well, thinking they were going to be them fucking NFTs, but they're yeah, not. Yeah, they're, no, they're not, no. They're I mean, just digital images of like... I mean, yeah, I'm looking at mine now. It's, I mean, this is... For those on the video, I'll, you can have a little look, but that's... That's the little... That's oh, what we're, that's what so we're if you get like so little far. shelves, you get shelves of Get a little shelf. It's got a God of War theme. You can change Ooh. the scene of that. You probably earn new stuff and whatnot. Right. So that's like the background of your PlayStation, is it? Or is that just... That's just the... Um... Just the app. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, oh, actually. It's well, only well. viewable at the moment in the app, and I think the website. Oh, well. So it's not on your console, so that's probably why you haven't ah. seen it. Um, it's free to enroll, as I said, you just tap to do it, and then you, your membership will start from them. And it, so you can't earn points if you top up your wallet. So, so you can't get them prepaid cards. Then. No, well, here's the thing. Oh. So I, I had seven quid left in my wallet. And oh. for the experiment, I thought, well, I'm going to get God of War Ragnarok. So I was going to get it digitally, so I'll, I'll pre-order that. So I paid whatever the balance was left after the £7 was taken out, or £7.60 or something silly, um, of God of War. And I was still given the full amount of points. Ooh. So when you when you add funds or a gift card to your account, there's no points handed out then. But when right. you transact to buy a game, uh, okay. it right. ticks a little box. Right. So it seems to to work in that way. So you, I'm. What I need to do really is the next time I'm going to buy a game is use the use the wallet and the top ups, mm. and then only use that and no credit card or anything, and see whether I still get the same amount of points. Um, or, or the points at all. Um, so, not sure on that just yet, but I've got 700 points for God of War, oh, which because it was 70 please. quid. So, it's 100, right, yeah. 100 points, you know, for, mm. your, for your £10 worth. Um, and then if I look at what you can redeem it against, just quickly, so not really a lot. Um, you can get those little... You can pay 200 points for some weird... Diorama things. One looks like Donkey oh, Kong. Yeah. I don't know how they got away with that. His name's Rummy. Do you know who that is? No idea. He no. looks like a little Donkey Kong Junior. I don't know. Nintendo on the blower oh, from them. What's that fucking? What's that? Is that a PlayStation game? That um, Ape Escape. Oh, it? you know what? You may be right. Oh, no, you, I was just thinking. What's, you may what's be, he called? Rummy. Rummy. Yeah, and there's a Punto. And pink, it's not coming pink up monkey. with anything. No, well, I've made that up. He's made it up potentially. They're two hundred. They're two hundred points. There's only three of them available at the moment. Just weird monkeys, and I was like, well, not interested in those. 
You can then also redeem the points against specific games. But again, these are specific games. There's not a whole library here. You've got oh, The Quarry. You've got It Takes Two, Cult of the Lamb, Hades, and Sekiro. Some strange choices on there. So for Sekiro, it's 15,000 points for that. Hades, 6,250 points. It Takes Two, 10K. The Quarry, 17,500. Or, and this is where I'll be doing it, you can use your points for the wallet or the top up in your 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 credit. Oh, so okay. for one thousand two hundred and fifty points, you can get a fiver, and for five thousand points, you can get twenty quid. And the kicker is those points will stay in your account for two years, and then they will go. So at some point, oh, you'll want right, to yeah. redeem them, redeem. otherwise they yeah, will go. Yeah. I wonder. I do my PS Plus by direct debit mm. monthly. But every month it gives me an email as if it's like a purchase. Yeah. I wonder if it would class that as a purchase. It might do. I think there point. may well be stuff like that that's lurking. So worth it's worth just ticking well, the box. And so, yeah, up just for tick, it. yeah, exactly. And, it's yeah, going. Yeah. and then also I pre ordered um, The Devil Inside Me or The Devil in Ooh. Me, which is Supermassive's last of the Dark Pictures anthology for season one. That was 30 five quid and i was thinking because it says on the site it says for full games it says say full okay. game purchase and i thought oh it's only going to be the big ones but no i got oh. a few hundred points for oh, for that as oh, well so it does seem to be anything you purchase on the store itself mm. um and i think if you do the maths it works out about four percent back so that's kind of what you're looking at which isn't which isn't terrible i think on nintendo it's about five percent the oh. only real blower for me, or the way I see it, is that you can't use the points just willy-nilly. As hmm. in, on Nintendo, you, you earn gold coins, I think they're called. That's it, yeah, gold coins. Platinum so, ones, was that for like the cosmetics? That's it, you earn two yeah, types, yeah. and the gold ones you can use in the store for actual That's it, actual things. real money. That's it, and then the platinum ones, like you can get wallpapers and shit. That's it, yep. Now, on that, on, on Nintendo's one, you can use the points at any stage. So, say I bought Breath of the Wild, I would get a number of points, or a number of coins, sorry, yep. and then immediately That's I could it. trade that in for the next game. Like, I could use right. one pound, whatever it was. Say it was one pound 60, I could immediately take that off my next bill if I wanted to. Yep. Yep. Whereas with this one, you have to earn enough to get the, the credit or, uh... the, or the game itself. So... That's worth keeping that in mind. That it's not you could you could be sitting on you could be a hundred points away from earning a fiver or twenty quid, and if you don't use them in time, they will go. So, but twenty four months feels pretty generous. I think on Nintendo they yeah, are a year. I'm sure I've been yeah, I think they're, yeah, emailed I've had, yeah, several times, and they've gone quick. You're quick, not use them. And I'll just end up buying some absolute shit house to do it. And it's, it's different to. Microsoft because it's kind of like their reward programs a little bit different. Um, you don't yeah. don't really get anything for buying stuff, but you get points for playing games on Game Pass, and there's all mm. that synergy with Bing and Edge, and you can oh, you, that's right. you can kind yeah. of game the system on that and not a few points on it. That's see. it. Not put okay, you get like five. You get like yeah, you get points for just logging on to the website That's onto it. the app I think yeah and then you can buy like here it goes just come up straight away there it goes streak streak bonus streak bonus 50 points. points yeah exactly yeah and I'm it's up to now. it's like a few I think it's like 12k to get a game pass which is what I'm working oh, towards on that oh, nice. but back to oh, PlayStation stars they've got something now it's okay like it's not it's not mind blowing mm. 
you know, if you do yeah. the maths, you're going to have to spend a fair amount. But it wasn't there last week, and it's now there no. this week, and it will just passively, for me, I will slowly build up those points, and eventually I'll cash them in for, for 20 quid wallet, and I'll be like, oh, that's a that's a nice little surprise, a nice little bonus. So I'm pleased with it. I know some people have got problems with it it's a bit confusing, et cetera, et cetera, but... Mm. You know, just it's four percent back. You know, don't don't yeah. worry, don't look into it too much. Don't worry about these stupid collectibles; they're not worth it. And look, I'm on level two already, mate. So I'm two levels away oh, from getting the A grade customer service in the chat <laughs> they're going to offer us. So, oh wow! But I'd encourage people just to subscribe to, yeah, to enroll. No arm, no foul. We announced that last uh, state of play, wasn't it? Yeah, it's not been. Yeah, it's, it's been, been maybe like two, three months. Hmm. And it's finally hard. here in this region, and yeah, I'll um, if I've noticed anything in the next few weeks, I'll report yeah, back. Give an my next experiment is to get to make a purchase with wallet only, right? And yep. then see if I get the points for that. I think I will because I got the God of War one. That was sort of like ten yeah, percent yeah. of it was used with 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 wallet credit because because then, then I can still do the thing where I buy the cheaper top ups. Right, put them yep. on the wallet, and, and then, then, do it, then when the game goes through, I've got a feeling though you won't get anything for things that are on sale because it does say ah. full game purchases. Oh, now they right. should prorate it in my view. I'm hope hopefully they do, yeah. but you know we'll see. Get but... Kiwami too. It's about four quid at the minute, mate. Got it on the <laughs> on PlayStation <laughs> oh, yeah. Plus Extra. Yeah, you cool shit. So I was going to get that actually. because well. they do it like I'm on the standard one, which is pointless. But they like you. They tell you that you can do it for like the rest of the month. I think it was like twenty three days for like a quid. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not doing that. It's, you know, get it down. Get, then it renews the next month. You're like, cool, pay no, down eleven G1. quid. No. Um, quick last few things before we escape. So a little. So according to the Brazilian regulator or regulatory, Ooh. sorry, documents that were shared. <clears throat> Apparently, last year, Game Pass generated $2.9 billion, which... <laughs> now, they turn over that for fucking toffees per quarter. Right, yeah. So, that number is, is, is a lot of money. I'll take it. Mm, yeah. I'll have some of that, thank you. But, <laughs> to me, it's of no use unless we, get, we can contextualise it. And, fortunately... Someone did the maths, and that's oh, that, that works okay. out at about eighteen percent of Microsoft's total annual revenue. So <laughs> it's still less than twenty percent. Then they're yeah. pulling in, you know, eighty percent of their sort of... money off outside of Game Pass, which is crazy considering how yeah, that is. how kind of. But then you think the big hit. Uh, well, no FIFA, and it's like the likes of COD, FIFA. Yeah, they're scraping all of that. Scraping all that. That's coming through there, isn't it? Yeah, and Fortnite, uh, those skins, they get a 30% yeah, cut on those, get a little cool. rip on those. So that just puts into perspective that, that mm. they have they have said many times that we're not just here to do Game Pass. And you sort of yeah. say, oh, it's liars. Well, that's but, all you think of them. I like to say, what's the last Xbox game you bought? Yeah, well, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Doesn't happen anymore, unfortunately, nah. Phil. But clearly, that little <laughs> does, that viewpoint it? is, yeah, it's um, only it's eighteen percent. So I imagine it will grow. Um, but I was a bit, yeah. I thought that was a bit low, eighteen percent. I was expecting it to be yeah. just a tad higher. Yeah, certainly. Fucking hell, yeah. That's a, but that is that's all of Xbox's revenue. So if you were to then comb it down a bit more to its games and services only. It's thirty percent, so that's a little bit higher. But still, 
the total Xbox pie, eighteen percent. Interesting oh, to see the whole pie journey. Oh, that's what you got to do. The <laughs> fruits, the little people. That's what I've been told. Sort of sticking on that. Do you remember Ark? Yeah, that game with Vin Diesel in it. <laughs> that's it. There's, there's an Ark. The second one, wasn't there? There's an Ark two coming. Now oh, we got some. Saw that ages ago. Yeah, it feels like didn't um, paper buy the original. Yeah, he did. It, I remember him in Dead Like did he did like a little stream or yeah. a little review of it or something. Yes. But no, what's happened to Ark? Well nothing major. Again, it's kind of related into this subscription model. It's just okay. more it's just some more interesting data. So it was revealed through some from different filings by Snail Games, who's the, the owner of Ark. Um and they're the they they kind of published I think Studio Wildcard are involved as well. But anyway, this this filing was was done by Snail Games, and it revealed that Sony paid three point five million dollars to have Ark as part of its March twenty twenty two PlayStation Plus games catalog. Oh, three and a half mil for that. Because you know, that, it's got. Say Arc Two or Arc One. That was the original Arc. Yeah, Arc Two. The original. Oh, so that's not even. I thought nope. that sort of money be paying for fucking Vinny. No, no, no. Exactly. Vinny's that's gone. Look, ex- if you want to put me, you've got my face. Nope. No, that's not even. There was nothing. Jesus. So that's the sort of <laughs> money being spent for one month's game. One Xbox month's game. also getting involved. And uh, the company had a three-year license agreement with Microsoft for it to be on Game Pass which has been scheduled to end in 2021 before being extended. Uh, they also confirmed that Arc 2 is an Xbox exclusive. So here's the quote. Ooh. The agreement was subsequently amended in June 2020 to extend Arc 1's Game Pass in perpetuity, effective of January the 1st, 2022, and put Arc 2 on Game Pass for three years. The company recognised $2.5 million in revenue related to Arc 1, for the for six months, and then a deferred two point three million related to Arc Two, and that's also deferred. So there's big money being floated around for things like Arc, and I <laughs> I found uh, I remember we didn't talk about it because it was just sort of a random story, but mm. was, there was another one floating around that Microsoft paid six hundred k to put Cooking Simulator on Game Pass. Fucking. <laughs> It's a mobile game, isn't it? Well, it's been it's been out on PC for about two years before it arrived on there. So there is money to be. If you're a developer, you want to you want to you want to get the eye on one of these subscription services and take the likes of like what's that old Biffle? Biffle, he's got his his independent games, isn't he? Mm. They they like something like that. Obviously, I think he does quite well. To be fair, but Yeah. yeah, get them on there, mate. That sounds like an absolute fucking it's a gold mine because it's a race of content, yeah. isn't it? They they both right. Oh, yeah, they're, they're both trying. They're both at it. I'm so. noticing they're starting to both get similar games as well. Like, I think both of them have now got Deathloop on there. Yeah, the Deathloop is a strange one because obviously Microsoft own Bethesda now, mm. so this all must have been sorted out before that went through. Right. But, yeah. But I think there are. I've heard rumblings that 
either side, more so on the Sony side, that they they sometimes pay for like blocking rights. So they say, right, we put it. Right. You don't put it on Game Pass, but it goes on our one. So I wonder if that will right. become more prevalent. But there is definitely a crossover of, of some games mm. that yeah, well, they just seen a few. take a fucking bung from both of them and go. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's that's the developer, yeah, just go sweet. Everybody, day off for the next four weeks. Yeah, absolutely. The work here is done. And the final thing I wanted to do is just an exercise. It's related to Microsoft and Sony, because I'm getting fed up with reading about Activision, Microsoft, Sony, Jim Ryan fucking crying off to Brussels going, oh, I've gone on a plane to talk to the regulars. Stay at home, mate. Fucking (laughs) silly business. I'm getting so tired. This week we had the CMA and Microsoft. I'm I'm really bored of it, is the long and short of it. So I just want to try and exercise with people. Yep. After this, we won't talk about it until something material happens. Yeah. Yeah, until next week, can we see another quote and go, Oh, Jim's called him a cat. No. <laughs> so people are getting the right ump with all this on either side. Blue Bloods and Green Bloods, the console wars are here. And it's actually playing out in front of us because Jim and Phil are fucking going at it in the public with, with silly comments. <laughs> so here's the here's the exercise. It's, all, it's for people to play along at home as well. So... Yeah. I want you to all close your eyes. You can do it if you want, Atkins. This won't affect you because yeah, you, you don't give a shit, but close your eyes <laughs> and then just listen to what I say and just think about what your what feelings are bubbling up when I say these statements, okay? Microsoft are going to... You don't open your eyes. Microsoft <laughs> are going to buy Activision and have full control over Call of Duty. This might mean that Call of Duty one day doesn't come to PlayStation. It will be an Xbox exclusive. Now, for those at home, just just monitor and gauge what reaction that had in turn. Just think about it. Think what was I feeling? Was it was it joy? You know, was it was mm. I happy am I happy that PlayStation are getting a kick up the arse? Was it sadness? Oh, I can't play me Call of Duty on my <laughs> PlayStation. Or was it shut up? You're wasting time on this podcast, which is a fine one. So remember those thoughts, internalize it, put it to one side. Now I'm going to say another statement. I want you to gauge your reaction here. In the future, Sony will buy Take-Two Interactive and have full control over Grand Theft Auto. That means one day it may well be a PlayStation exclusive and not arrive on Xbox. Now... The exercise is, if you were happy and then are now sad, you're a cunt. If you were sad and now you're happy, you're a cunt. I'm sick to death of this, Adkins. I know exactly what you mean. What's hey, going on? Yeah. Grown men. Hey, grown men bickering at this sort of debacle. <laughs> that, is, that is outrageous, isn't it? Mm. But that, yeah, it is. People will... I don't like... Oh, that's just... That's just Gaming fans. I know. <laughs> the general public. Because it was a bit um, of a whitewash last gen. I suppose I never really noticed it. It was... No. It was. It felt like quite subdued, but... Well, there's uh, actually like a little... There's actually a reason to have both of them. Well, yeah. coming up, I think. Then, you know, it's all getting a bit... A bit bitey, but... I can't deal with it anymore. I can't no, deal. I can't. Do, if is, I have to listen... If I have to see another headline saying Sony, Activision, Microsoft, I'm going to... I'm going to get a yeah. gun and <laughs> do something. And I don't know if it'll be myself or go on a rampage <laughs> for others. Yeah, it might just do a round moat. 
Yeah. Go, go full. <laughs> to the offices of <laughs> said companies. Yeah, it's Gazza KFC. <laughs> well, speaking, of, speaking of KFC, I know you're off to go and get some din-dins. Ooh. I don't know if it were KFC or, or a Donald, but we're going to... I think I'll have a not live, but oh, we could have put a little pole up. <laughs> put a little straw <laughs> pole up for him. Yeah, I would always go KFC, but yeah. people, people need to know it's a longer drive for him. It is a longer drive, yeah. There is a cut road. Yeah, uh, it's a longer road, but yeah, there's a fucking great queue as well. That's true, is it? But they're always queuing. There's always people looking yeah, for these these Kefford or Donald. So that's it. We're going to draw the opening part of this podcast to a close, and you're going to hear my impressions to close out Idle Game Chat for this week on F1 Manager 2022. Ooh, Been smashing the hours into that over the last month or so. And uh, Logan took the time out to ask me the questions. The the football manager stud himself. Oh yeah, oh, that's going to be quite an interesting chat, to be honest, because you know, well, he's got his his insight. Don't oversell oh, it, because might be really <laughs> might, might be really boring for the people at home. No. How long is it? Thirty minutes. Oh, there you go. That's the you aim deserve. now to get things in a thirty-minute yeah. slot. Um, Lot. Forty-five tops if it's like a, a big release or waffles going on, but yeah, yeah. it's um, that'll be closing out the episode, and that's it. Then we will that's see it. you on the other side. Here we are then, back with some game impressions. To close out this edition of Idle Game Chat, I'm joined by the resident referee, Logan, and he's actually going to be asking the questions today because I'm here to talk about F1 Manager 2022. Now, we're going to expose the business a little bit here. We've actually had a go at recording this particular impression session um, already, and it ran for 58 minutes. And um, I think in our infinite wisdom we decide that's way too long for a game like this and no disrespect to it but 58 minutes is absurd and it's like how do you even fit that into a podcast where we're aiming for a 90 odd minute runtime so we thought we'd come back and be a bit more succinct perhaps and there's been a few patches actually since that recording as well which mitigate some of the issues I had so it's always good to get a more up-to-date view but Logan over to you I guess yeah I think it's fair to accept that 50 no one wants to listen to that mm. like the fact that we've rambled for that long is unacceptable and both of us i think <laughs> i don't think you were going to instigate it but i was like really we should be setting like if it's a little bit either way a half hour i think yeah sort of that's fine but realistically it should be podcast an hour yeah and then this half hour but yeah we let it i mean i think i was guilty of not having a timer on and I was just getting drawn into nonsense, I think. Yeah. I do but, uh, I do sometimes believe you should let the conversation run, but there are times when if I allow myself to indulge like that, it could go on for two hours. So I have to be realistic and be like, right, stop talking now. You're not gonna have to cover every single minute point. It's not it's not actually relevant a lot of the time. You're just <laughs> waffling for the sake of it. So it's always interesting these silly little things we have to do to try and <laughs> try and yeah. tighten it up. In all honesty, though, and I'm obviously wary of us just waffling on again in this one, but I think it is um, it is a tricky thing to do. And most of the time, like ninety nine percent of the time, we don't re-record these. Oh like, no, they're, they're no. literally like one one and done. Um, 
but there are there have been a couple of occasions over the years where we've gone mm. that didn't really go as we wanted to and then we find ourselves back here but i think we're pretty good at when that does happen fessing up i think we've done that before yeah. so uh so here we are again then mm. um to be fair, actually, we did this a couple of weeks back. So it's yeah. not like we've literally just pressed it and gone, ah, fuck that and redone it. No, so yeah. this is semi-fresh again to both of us because it's not something that we've literally just talked about. Yeah. Um, so F1 manager, I know that you're a, a huge, I think it's fair to say, F1 fan considering you've been up. If we want to date this, we can. Yeah, um, for been that up early Japan Grand Prix that's mm. uh, not gone as you'd expected. Um, so you're a big F1 fan in the same way, you know, draw parallels with me with football. You know, I'm a big football fan and football manager was a bit of a no-brainer for me. Yeah. Um, so I guess what we're here to find out is, are you putting in, or would you be able to put in the thousands of hours that I generally do every year into football manager, into F1 manager? Well, I don't, don't know if I can put a thousand hours in because that really is on the absurd side. At the moment, I'm on 59.8 eight hours so it's a fair amount of time that's one mm. full season back to back and either side of that i've been jumping in pissing around testing things trying things tweaking things starting with different teams just to see how it kind of goes with a top team and a midfield team not necessarily committing to a a career of sorts um other than outside that one season i kind of did with alpine so that's quite a lot of hours still. I mean, 60 hours is a lot for me to play one game on. Mm. And it's just a nice game to sort of come back to of a weekend. If I've been playing, I don't know, let's just say I've been playing Zelda or like a big AAA title in the week, in the evenings, this is like a nice break up of that because I can just jump in, do a few race weekends and then hop off. Yeah, something that I've always liked about Football Manager is it's pretty easy to kind of pick up and put down. Like there's no... You don't have to wait really for certain uh, key events or for, no. for things to happen before you can sort of happily sort of move on to the next bit. So they are good for that. Um, but do you want to kind of talk us through the the premise of the game? I mean, you know, in terms of what you're there to do. Are you a racer? Are you, a race, I mean, are you, are you there as a manager? How does it kind of uh, set the scene for, for being an F1 manager? Well, look, I'll let them set the scene here with their little store page on Steam. So that's where I'm playing it. It's not. It is on consoles, but for these type of games, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if you fiddled with the Xbox version of Football Manager, but generally PC, laptop, or something like that is the way to play these. I find just because the mouse is so much quicker at navigating. So this is off the uh, Steam page, and whether it's accurate or not, I'll let you know. <laughs> Make your mark on Formula One in the officially licensed F1 Manager 2022. Be the boss of your chosen constructor and pick from a roster of 2022 drivers and staff. Featuring full F1 licensing and true-to-life presentation, you won't just play F1 Manager 2022, you'll live it. So, answers your first question, are you a driver? Absolutely not. You do not control the drivers. You hire the drivers and you can uh, manipulate them with strategy. But for all intents and purposes, you are what's known as a team principal. That's how they're referred to generally on the broadcasts and within the F1 world. And they are essentially the manager of the team in terms of strategy, hirings and firings. It's always a bit of... I'm not quite sure the the team principal's doing as much as what I'm doing here because they... I guess outside of a race weekend, they want you to do things, you know, controlling things like, I don't know, facilities back at the base, improving those. There's probably a decision made jointly somewhere. But for the sake of the game, they've given you that power to 
control strategy inside the the race weekends and have quite a lot of granular control over that and then between races deal with things like car development facilities management upgrading you know your your warehousing up, upgrading your research centers etc etc so you've got things to do between the weekends it feels like you're moving your team hopefully in the right direction so what what do you think the game has done well then in terms of bringing that f1 kind of team principle simulation piece to life well i think that they they really have captured f1 it's kind of a brand at this point you know it's not like football where it's a sport and there's many different brands of the sport premier league you know la liga mls if you want to go and play that whereas f1 is is a brand of motorsport and they mentioned the store page about the true to life presentation that's unbelievably good it has absolutely no right as a as a uh, a simulation game to look and feel as genuine as it does you know complete with commentary there's a full 3d kind of race engine there that you can watch from broadcast angles or from onboards and you know the sound effects are all spot on the drivers and the and the and the race engineers communicate verbally there's voice lines pulled directly from races and other incidents within the f1 world that they've plugged into this so when you first boot this up, it has the, the F1 logo popping up of all the music, all the stuff that if you watch it regularly, you'll be like, oh, blimey, this, this is a, a fully licensed product. When it comes to the simulation part, I guess they've done a really, I feel they've done a good job of at least touching on a lot of the components that you might expect in an F1 manager stroke simulation game. There's a lot of ground to cover, given how complex the sport can and is. Um, and they've done a good job of getting some broad brush strokes and sort of just just tickling every area. Now that comes at a bit of a you know a deficit of of depth in certain elements, but generally, I think if you come in here thinking, "Oh, can I do this or can't I do this?" You'll generally find that you can. You can have an influence over things. Um, like I said, whether it's managing your driver lineup, hiring new staff, hiring new heads of each department, head of aero, head of engineering, etc. And these are all things that will build your team up. And then you've got the building of new car parts, researching those. You can tweak all that. So then you've got race day, obviously. And you can sit there and watch the race as it plays out in real time. Or you can speed it up to up to a time 16. So you can power through the race quite quickly. Um, and then it will go to like a, a map view if you go to go over times two. And you can watch the race there. It's got all the data you'd expect, you know, tyre wear, what other teams are doing in terms of tyres. Um lap times everything you kind of need is there and i think that's what's enjoyable the actual races themselves are they keep me completely hooked from the start to finish very very rarely unless both cars are retired which i haven't been fortunate that's not happened yet uh, am i sitting there with thumb up ass um it's there's always an opportunity that you're kind of seeking particularly if you pick a midfield team if you pick someone at the back where you're clearly behind like williams are awful to start with the slowest car on the grid that's a little bit different but then from weekend to weekend, if you're progressing right, you can see you closing that gap to the to the midfield and the and the other back markers. So yeah, I think just in general they've done a good job of touching on all the core elements of what you one might expect. Um and it just really does look and feel like an, an F one product. It looks legit, it feels legit, and to certain people that would mean the world to them. So do you think that they were <clears throat> kind of trying to appeal to the Hard, I'd say the hardcore F1 fans of this game then. I mean, it's not going to be a game that, you know, I, I was messaging you this morning going, what's all this 
bad weather about. What's all this hype? Like, I'm not. <laughs> I like if F1's on, I don't mind watching it, but I don't make an effort mm. to get sort of engrossed by it or to properly keep, you know, involved with it. So would I be able to pick that game up? Do you think and still enjoy it, or do you think it's more catered towards that kind of uh, F1 nut? I think there's a sweet spot with this. You come in with no knowledge or very little knowledge, and you're going to struggle. One one of the reasons you're going to struggle is because the onboarded and tutorial is pretty poor. Even mm. even if someone like me who comes in, I kind of un- I understand most of what's going on until the FOA decide to do something completely random or one of the weird grey areas in their rulings comes out in a real time race. Everyone's like, well, how do they interpret it like that? So ignoring those sort of events, I feel like I've got a good good handle on what's going on. But you still got to <clears throat> be able to. The game's got to translate and and give you communication on how those elements are going to work in-game. It doesn't actually do a good job of doing that. So if you're, you'd already be snookered behind the, you know, behind the eight ball because you'd come in with not that kind of background knowledge, and then the game itself won't communicate in a clear and concise manner in a structured way how the game mechanics themselves work. Mm. So that is a bit of a problem. And then on the other side, the other extreme, where you've got F1 nuts who also want unlimited depth they want full control like they want to be able to tweak the degree of the camber on the tires like by one degree each time. it hasn't got that level of depth either so it's kind of this plonk in the middle where you want to have a little bit of knowledge to understand the basics so you can at least look at the game and think oh, i think it's asking me to do this and this is how i would expect it to work and then all the way up until you really want the full depth people won't be satisfied on that end. So they've kind of dropped it in this this middle stage, which will which will alienate people that are of a lower level of, of knowledge. And then at the very extreme on the higher end, people who demand more, either from a simulation purposes, maybe they just love simulation games and management games. This mm. won't have that level of depth. But for those that are looking for experience, they feel like they can just jump into and enjoy, it kind of is, is aimed at that audience, I'd say. Because um, a lot of the complaints are that it's not deep enough, and there's certain really granular things that people are missing, and that's a that's a botherance. But that is people that are in the Discord communities, in the Reddit communities, who are into wanting to do every last detail. Whereas I think I don't know. I always get the impression that ideally you have that, but you you need to have the options where someone with a where my intention is not to go that deep. You need to have that level playing field where I can still go in there and have fun. They've got that part, but they're kind of missing the very start and the very very end of it. Yeah, I think, and this is something that the football manager's done well, is it's chucked all that stuff in for all the people that want to do it, mm. but it then lets you delegate to assistant. So basically, yeah. yep. you can do it if you want, but if you just want to basically have it set by a let the computer do it, yeah. then you can. And I think that's the sweet spot for it to... You know, you can kind of develop your game players to the things that you do want to get involved in and what you don't. But appreciate this is uh, this is its first instalment, I believe. Yeah, um, just trying to get the groundwork down. Yeah, it's very much foundational, a foundational release in my view. They've kind of, as I said, got the broad strokes there, but there are a lot of lot of things missing. There's, there's things like there's no sprint races in this game. Now, I think they've only done three of those this year. 
but they are fundamental, fundamentally different race weekends in compared to a normal Grand Prix weekend because you've got this sprint race on a Saturday and then another race on a Sunday. And next year they'll be increasing that to six, I think they've announced in in the sport. So this game is absent of that. Some people were happy because they hate sprint racing, so they like I don't care if it's realistic to have it. I don't want that in there. But for those that want the genuine article, that's a that's a glaring kind of missing part and. Clearly, at some point they've they've got down to brass tacks and thought mm, that's going to be a pain to implement balance and, and and work around. So, again, hoping that they can get stuff like that in next year. But you'll you'll notice little things like that that you you'd kind of think oh they they have kind of missed that that little part. There's like you can't really just, this is a granular thing. But when the safety car comes out, often by the time it comes out. There are cars at the back who have been lapped by the leaders, you know. So, so it, it, on the track they might be between fifth and sixth place, but they're a lap down. Now, yeah. in real life, what they'll do is once the safety cars come in, the 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 back markers that are lapped will go to the front and drive around and catch back up, so they're no longer a lap down. They don't do that in this game. They haven't got the the option to do that. So the race just starts with you in between fifth and sixth. So the person behind you is getting fucked because you're running slow. And then you, as a, as or your car as a as a driver, has to drop back because there's blue flags. So you end up going to the very back of the grid, and then your race is completely spoiled. It's a very specific instance, but it's those little details that I think um, show that this is very much foundational and, and nowhere near the finished article in terms of what the scope of this sport and what they could do with it in the mm. future. So if we kind of move on to more specifically then the things that you dislike obviously we're kind of already touching on them mm. but you could probably say then by the sounds of it it's more of the more technical aspects that are probably rarer yeah. to occur but when they do happen in the game they're noticeable and sort of take out that immersion i think sometimes yeah. that's the difficult part is that you get so you get so into these simulation games that it's yeah. quite easy for some of these things to then sort of almost spoil it because it takes you out of that immersion. Yeah, and, that's um, correct. It's probably, it's tricky because you, you're sitting there and you're going, well, yeah, I can understand why that's not in there. So when we talk about that that specific scenario that you talked about the sprints, like you can understand like for the sake of three races in a season. Yeah. Like, do we want to put all that in there or could we get away with it? And they've obviously scratched that one off the storyboard and thought, well, get we should get away with that. Yeah. Um, but is there anything else sort of throughout the game that you thought was noteworthy in either things that, you, that weren't done well or things that you didn't like or you think there are key aspects that are probably missing from, from this instalment? Yeah, the stink, the main stinker for this, the, the entire game, is two, there's two things. That, one thing that personally annoys me most is that practice is a non-event. There's three practice sessions at every race weekend and they just don't, there's just very little reason to do it. You kind of do, you put the cars out on track, they come in with feedback and say, oh, here's how I want to tweak the car, give you a range, you tweak the car, you're basically playing a little game to try and get all the little lines within the windows that the driver's given you. Over the sessions that reduces and reduces so you can get a more kind of direct idea of it but there's no like simulations that in real life you would do no fuel simulation no tire wear simulation nothing like that no qualifying simulation to give you any idea of pace it's just chuck the car on track for as long as possible bring them in when they've got new feedback chuck them back out for as long as possible and then if you do that you'll get your buffs for that weekend the driver's abilities will get like a three point buff across them so they've all got 
stats and, and whatnot. So practice is a non-event. That, that's an annoying part because that's three sessions where you could be doing something interesting, actually finding something new out every race, but you just chuck the car on track and then speed through it and, you, and you're back in. There's no real... You make a few changes when they come in and uh, that that's fine. And the other thing really, though, that there's the main criticism that could be levied at the game is that there's no real career as such and what I mean by that is you can't change teams so you're stuck so whoever you choose to start with you're stuck with that team until you decide to quit or you get the sack obviously if you get the sack it's a game over because there's no other option to go into another team so that's a little bit strange there's none of this moving about Um, and then to kind of compound that I found that after my first season with Alpine that it became, it was like fantasy F1. As a, as a team that finished, I think I finished third in the Constructors title, which isn't, which is no disgrace, but I was able to sign Max Verstappen and George Russell from Mercedes and Red Bull. And that's just not a, that's just never going to happen in, in real life because the game is set up in the fact that if you have the money, you can just buy drivers out of their contracts and then, that's it. There's no rejection. There's no, no, we don't want to do that. The, the teams always go, go on, have them. It's the best driver in the last generation, Max Verstappen, and we're going to let him go because, you know, you've paid us five million to get him out of his contract. It's, it's a nonsense. <laughs> so there's this, there's this weird kind of like, it's lacking that area of the game. Like this, what I would really like to see is there being another level of, of that. So that it, the, the game's a little bit more realistic in that you can't just sign people. It's very artificial and, 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 and again, lacking depth, it's shallow in the fact that certain drivers will come to your team and in real life they just just almost certainly never would. So it mm. becomes a bit of a sandbox after a while. Once you've got enough money, you can just sort of buy whoever you want. And then, yeah, the lack of meaningful career progression or, or changing of teams means that you just have to start a new save whenever you decide you want a fresh challenge because ultimately it will stagnate after a few seasons. If you get to the top... It's like I've got the best drivers, I've got the best car, I've just got to keep on top of that, and I'm gonna gonna win things mostly. So those two points, and specifically that latter point about there being a lack of a real career and and realistic market of drivers and other things, kind of drag down the experience and and leave a bit of a hole um, for people. Like you. Jump on, play a few seasons, and then ultimately you'll be bored. And then, you, then at that point, you'll probably say, "Right, I'll start self-imposing restrictions so I don't just buy Max Verstappen after one, two years." I, I, I say I can only get this drivers of this level. I don't know, is it, but but you're self-imposing that. I've seen a lot of people having to do that, setting up scenarios and just not not letting the not taking advantage of the game's sort of generous nature when it comes to progression because it's not it's not realistic and you and you will know from playing with Spurs all the time that that's a real struggle I'd imagine how poor they can be trying to get them out of the blocks you're not just going to sign Messi off the back after one season ideally you're not going to get Haaland off City ever realistically are you it's just not going to happen whereas here it's just the you know you've got the the game says oh you've got the money you can have them and your your team's prestige level is happy uh, high enough that the driver's happy to go there. Um, so that's the they're they're the, they're the main things really in in the race. The races themselves are good. I enjoy those a little bit too much micromanaging for me in terms of fiddling around with the battery packs and asking your drivers to deploy and defend. Like I feel like I want 
general instructions to maintain gaps and then let the drivers manage the batteries or, or whatever. But to get the most out of it, you kind of want to be on top of them saying, right, deploy now on this straight, then harvest. It, that seems a bit too granular. There's a little bit of a... You could just leave it, but then you're leaving performance and time on the table um, and you get snarled up on it. So, yeah, it's very much a, a game that's solid but definitely has a lot of room to, to improve on. Really, really is a, a lot they could do, a lot of scope for them to, to build upon. And it's just hoping they kind of get that opportunity next year and can and can continue this yearly. Because um, like I said, it is a first go. I do factor that into it. I think it's impossible to hit the ground running with, with these things. So especially for something like F1 where I've, said some of the things i'm talking about people are like what is he even saying like, it's just it's, there is a level of complexity that kind of needs to filter down into the game and i don't <laughs> this feels like a really hard game to make and balance and tweak giving all the different permutations that can happen you think there's there's 10 different cars out there 20 different drivers three compounds of tire there's dry weather there's wet weather there's damp weather there's different tracks there's fuel. All this stuff has to be simulated, and it, it can't be easy. Um, and I, but I appreciate them getting this close, really, on a, on a first go. To be honest, they've done, I think, a good to decent job, um, but a long way to go if they want to, you know, ever get it to a stage where it's going to be, you know, a roundly looked at as one of the, the the leaders in in the management or simulation space. Yeah, I mean, the simple fact is, you know, it's not really fair to compare it to Football Manager, but if we do briefly and say mm. that's been doing it for 20-odd years. That's what it should be aiming for. Yeah. So that's the gold standard, is- what's the platinum standard, as we would say here. That's like the best of the best of these games. Yeah. I think it's mm. fair to mention them in the same breath and say, well, that's your target. Yeah. That's your target. So, yeah. okay, we're aware you're dec- two decades behind. How long's Football Manager and that team been doing, they've done Champ Manager before that. It's literally mm. been 25 years at this stage, probably longer. So we mm. understand there's a gap there that will take time to fill, but that's what you should be targeting. As long as you're slowly working towards that, I'm fine mm. with that personally. It's, I think yeah. it's a bit unfair to expect out the gates that it's going to be all singing and all dancing because how long has it taken Football Manager to get where it is now? Decades. And they've, yeah, done, they've so done this such a was, good job of keeping it on, on top of the industry. But I think also by adding things on, it keeps things fresh for, mm. for new players. I mean, you know, clearly Football Manager have looked at what they've got now and that would have been the aspirational goal. And there's probably still things they want to add, but yeah. you can't develop a game for 20 years. No, like no. You have to release things incrementally at a point where you get feedback, community feedback, and go, right, okay, well, perhaps we won't focus on X, Y, and Z, but actually we'll do this, that, and the other this time around because that's what people are missing or that we've got the most feedback on. So I think it's, it is key to do things and get this solid base. You can then build all this sort of extra depth around. I think yeah. that's that's going to be the challenge what do for, you, for a F1 manager. What do you think? Let's say they do get another opportunity and this series continues. What do you think? Could, could Is there room to take an approach where, I don't know, next season it's just a roster update and team update and then they re- and so maybe, I don't know, you charge a tenner or something. I mean, we've argued this about FIFA mm. and other sports games. It's like, should, does it need a full release every year? Like, where do you stand on that? Because... With this being tagged as F1 2022, my my assumption is the intention is to bring it in 2023, 2020, and beyond, mm. providing it makes business sense for you know those that are, pockets are going to be lined. Is there room for one of these games to take the more 
you know, the approach that we've been saying is probably the most sensible one. Put feet, mm. not don't put feet up, develop it properly for two years, but in the years between, just release small updates on the, on the core game that you've already got. Or is that just the, you know, you're leaving money on the table every year and therefore strategically you just want to pump out a brand new game each time? I mean, I think strategically they want to pump out a brand new game, but I mm. guess it depends. You know, I wouldn't be adverse to football manager just going, Here's a here's a squad update this year. Yeah. We're working on some more features we want to chuck out in the following year. I'd be fine with it as long as they were transparent around that. But um, it just, I guess, it depends what what they want to and what they can add and how long it's going to take them to do so. Yeah. Um, but it seems unlikely that they'll just pass up the opportunity to to rake in a load more cash. In no. my personal view, no. But, uh, One thing that would help them out massively is if they had an in-game or an editor like Football Manager does, where people could go in, yeah. and tweak things, set up new scenarios, etc. It doesn't have mm. that. People can mod the game, but it's all modding files and whatnot. Whereas Football Manager, at mm. least when I used to play it, would have a dedicated editor that you could get into. I don't think still exists. I was gonna. Well, it does, but I believe you have to pay extra for it. So, oh, interesting. There you go. But that's, a, interesting. that's a discussion for another time, I think. But yeah, I, in recent times, I've started charging extras for, for things like in-game editors and whatnot. But, uh, okay. So I think this is a good point for us to uh, drive up to the uh, Dim Digital Gaming Gallery and uh, do our usual, do we get the keys out? Or do we just drive or walk straight past it to the pub? Get the get the keys out. Get okay. them out. Let's let's be. Let's be overly kind, but keys out definitely. It's not a right, It's not okay. a difficult one to 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 give them this. I don't think. So let's go in then, and we walk into Twapsy's wing. I think we've called them, haven't we? They're wings. Well, I've been leaning on the side of their personal exhibitions now, but okay. You know. Well, we can do personal exhibition. <laughs> So we walk into to Apsy's personal exhibition. They've got all the greats there. Um, yeah. Where are we putting football? Not football. Ooh. A sloppy F one manager, twenty twenty two. F one manager twenty twenty two goes nicely on the bronze categorization and recognition. Like I said, solid start for a new franchise and complex sport and a very difficult idea. You know, we we talk about all the different things that can, can and can't go wrong, the 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 racing times and the the actual sitting there managing a race and strategy and working out pit stops beforehand and then reacting to things happening in the race, whether it's safety cars or other things, is is really good. I really do enjoy that core experience, which is a lot of the game. You know, that's that's where you're going to glean the most pleasure from. It's just outside of that, it's kind of lacking. A little bit of depth and and polish also because there's certainly things that and bugs and what they are releasing updates um, semi regularly sort of at least once every three to four weeks they've already fixed some issues to do with tire wear and stuff so they're still working on it and I expect it to improve from this recording and, and into the kind of new year even but um, yeah lacking some some core I would say features on on the career front just to flesh that out allowing you to to move around and feel like it's a, a living and breathing world lots of room to expand the scope they could introduce F2 and F3 as a ladder and perhaps let you take over one of their teams to start with and then work your way up into it. there's all these ideas they could implement but given it's a first go at it you want the core experience right they've done a good enough job for it to sit there with its lovely little bronze medal or plaque or whatever we 
decide mm. to do when this thing gets built. So F1 Manager 2022, bronze. I mean, some are saying it's the dumping ground again. We're back there. It's no dumping ground. It's a good little... <laughs> It's a good place to get. If you get in the gallery, you should be happy. Yeah, you know, after, I agree. After that, it's all semantics and what what colour bit of metal you get stamped on your plaque. But you know, yeah, no. The, you know, well, the big the big boys on platinum won't say that. They'll know. They'll say no. We're the big cheeses. So looking we, down, we, they are. Yeah, but anything sort of you know potentially below that, I and mean, I think they should all be happy to get in there because um, there's a there's a recognition that needs to be factored in. It's not terrible just that it could be better and probably will be in future releases should they tackle those those issues head on be interesting to see i really do hope they get another go at this so that i can come back in a year's time or so and say cool gone up to silver and then whether it gets to a gold or platinum is anyone's guess but you know i think that's a that's a that's a good aim for them if they want to aim for gallery recognition that's what they should be aiming for next get a silver recognition off me and then i'll send them the plaque to frontiers office and See if they put it up on their wall. There you go. Yeah. Cool. Well, look, that's it for this edition of Idle Game Chat. We'll be back when we're back. Subscribe to the free feed. Just search for Idle Game Chat in your favorite podcast app or go to youtube.com forward slash dimp digital and you'll find our channel there where the video version of this is posted. As always, if you want to support and get early access in most weeks, patreon.com forward slash dimp digital is the place to go. And if you want to just tip us, easy way to do it is twitch.tv slash dimp digital. Chuck your Amazon Prime membership our way and we'll get a little £2.50 to spend on beer. But nothing more for us to say here other than thanks for your time and ta-da. This was a Dimp Digital production.